Okay. And we're rolling. This is the Motorhead Monthly Podcast. The only monthly Motorhead podcast on the internet that wasn't actually up last month because we kind of forgot, but also because of our, <laughs> our special guest that will be making some impact on Matt's part of the recording of this studio. It's Matt's new dog, Milo. Say hi, Milo. Milo. Milo, say hi. He just doesn't. He's got he's got something in his mouth. He's not going to speak. Yeah, Matt got a new dog that can't be left alone. So that's uh, put some kind of king in. He can be left alone, but he's he's just a <laughs> shit when he is. Uh, I I now my now Matt's dog is going for the microphone lead. Which <laughs> I'm going to try to get a, a picture of this shit. This is gold. <laughs> Milo has a lot of character. <laughs> There's a lot of teeth too. Milo bites the shit out of everything. So if you hear some disturbances during this, it's uh, it's Matt's dog biting into the microphone. Don't be afraid. I'll I'll edit around it as best I can. But we're going to talk about uh, the Motorhead album "Kiss of Death," which is. Am I going out on a ledge saying it's not considered an all-time classic? I... I don't know, because I reckon, like, with Hammered and Inferno, that if you got this as, like, jazz, you're coming out of college or, or like, mm-hmm. high school, then you'd love this, because I think this is a solid album. Really solid. And it's, like... It's definitely part of the uh, the, le- the later catalogue. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's Cameron Webb, isn't it, who, who it um, produced Inferno, and it's sort of a continuation of that Second sort of on. sound. The in the studio book pretty much only talks about how this was Cameron Webb's second, second album. album with them. <laughs> yeah, and, and it's all basically him just saying like, "Oh, I felt a bit more comfortable." I asked them why they invited me back when they don't usually do that, and and let me said it's because you put up a good fight and you stood your ground, and and even Mickey, who apparently is hard to work with, liked working yeah. with them. So, well, they he they carried on with Cameron Webb for quite a while as well. So they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good guy <laughs> from from the sounds of it. Um, but yeah, I suppose it, it's like big egos and big characters in there, isn't it? Because it's they're all quite. They've all got big personalities, so it must take really take someone to make like an impression. I suppose it didn't. We read something last time during Inferno where, like, Cameron was basically saying like you should do that again. That's not right, and they were like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is usually where we would do the album cover part of this, but Matt can't have the album out around Milo <laughs> because he's a little shit, basically. And he nibbles and he bites everything. And he interrupts people while they're trying to do podcasts. So the album cover for Kiss of Death is pretty... It's what what is a mosaic, not a mosaic. What's the word I'm looking for? A collage? Yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I kind of get what you mean by mosaic there, but it's all like engine parts and it's almost like the, the snaggletooth skull has sort of been built by all this like metal shit lying around. It's a metal cover. like It's one of those where it's a good cover, but it's not like... I find the best covers are the ones that work individually as just like T-shirt logos and flag. That's why you see the hammered flag more than anything yeah. else because it's such a cool emblem. And this is just... Uh, it's limited itself. Though I do remember getting yeah. T-shirts of this during the tour, so... What am I saying? Yeah, I think it'd be a good T-shirt, but it's just not a memorable cover. But I think that's... I mean, I'm not saying it's got to be colourful to be, like, memorable, but it's just it's very grey. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't It doesn't pop. It's, like, cool once you start looking at it and seeing all the detail and, and stuff, all the, like, bullet belts and the grenades and the swords and, like, all that shit. But, like, especially on, like, CD as well, because it's not big. Like, it needs True. to be something big for you to see as well, but... But yeah, it's not it's not up there in terms of like iconic covers like the Inferno cover because it's like it's like red and like molten lava pouring sure. out of like three faces and everything. Like it's like shit, that's metal. Whereas this is a bit more like it's like oh yeah, that's cool. Well, that's a new Motorhead album. But the, yeah, there's not really a lot to say about the cover. It is an official Joe Pentigo, so you know it is part of the card. Think about it that I notice is. It doesn't create the sense of what's in the album itself. I think this is kind of an upbeat album, even though it's got God is Never on Your Side, which we'll get to. It's still got like mm. like more happy, uh, you know, stretch to say romance songs on there. Yeah, it's it's very, even though it's 
it's still heavy, or it's as heavy as Inferno, and sort of carries on in that sort of style. Like a lot of it is quite upbeat. A lot of the rock and roll songs are like really upbeat. Apparently, like, he was, Lemmy was in a better better mood than usual during this because he had a, a steady girlfriend at the time, of whom Christine was written about. <laughs> so, ah, yeah. right. That was that was big enough to be noted in the official studio book, so it must have it must have been something. <laughs> well, or, or like two pages. <laughs> yeah. There's like a page on like the mixing desk that was used or something. Even then, the studio book was like, I just did the same stuff I did on the the last one. It's all the same yeah. microphones. There was an interesting bit in there actually about um, Lemmy's amps. You know, where uh, Murder One and the other yeah, one, yeah. the Big Marshall. Uh, they said like. The sound of those amps changes over time, and that's just the thing about age. So it's about getting right. the, the sound ready for each album, like balancing it to how much you want it to be like it sounded last time with yeah. what it sounds like now and how that is going to sound like with the style you want. All right. That's a, that's quite a cool thing, because like, we'll see it as we go on, but obviously like you hear like the musician's age and everything. And with guitarists, you can't really sort of hear it as such because you can just get new amps and stuff, yeah. but... Obviously, you hear it with with vocalists. Like, you know, obviously, what's on Motorhead sounds completely different to what's on um, Bad Magic. True. And like, even even with like Metallica, like you listen to like Kill 'Em All, and then you know, uh, Hardwired, like Hetfield's voice is almost completely different. You'd be you'd sort of struggle at times to sort of go, is that the same guy? I don't think there's anything else of interest to say about this, apart from it was the first time that they'd recorded some tracks separately, so Mickey D didn't leave Sweden to do his initial drum stuff. All right. But then they did the rest in the studio in California. It's like LA or somebody, yeah. 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 SPV, it is the 19th album. So album nice, or is it 18th? I don't know. No, it's the ninth album on uh, Steam Hammer. On Steam Hammer, yeah. I've lost your audio, man. Have you? You've muted yourself. There you go. Yeah. Is that back? Yeah. What album is it in the catalogue? 18th. 18th? I think, yeah. Yep. It's the 18th album. It was recorded in 2006, and the first track on it is... Sucker. Sucker. Let's uh, drop the virtual needle. Yeah, because it, it's it's very unmotorhead. It's not a it's not a banger, <laughs> which what the I I like it, but and it does have that thing where it it's sort of straight out the gate, like straight into it. There's not even like an intro riff. It's just like almost like the feedback from the amps and then into it. So it is a bit like Terminal Show in that respect. And I do like this, but it just doesn't seem it's. It's not as good as Terminal Show, even though I really like it. That's that's true. I think you could say it's only crime as not being Terminal Show. It's not that it's a bad mm. bad little tune. It's a good opener. It's a solid set piece as well. Like I wouldn't be upset to hear this in the set, really. Yeah, it's it's kind of one of those where, like, you know, if they've been playing slow songs, mm-hmm. just play this to pick it up. It just it doesn't. I don't know if this was. It doesn't break any new ground, does it? Yeah. Yeah, there's there's sort of staples in there. There's a few like nice callbacks and stuff. 
um two other two other songs on there like nobody cares if you've lost or you won in with the girlies or under the gun <laughs> into the sunshine or under the blade we're gonna dance on your grave and like yeah nice it's especially like referencing fucking another perfect day <laughs> it's like how many people have still got that like 22 years on that line um above uh, the verse before that uh we are monsters we love our work raise your voices you bite the dirt that just that sits funny with me, that bite the dirt. You bite yeah. the dirt. You don't bite into dirt. You have dirt shoved in your face. Mm. That's very picky. Yeah, there's I I kinda get what you mean. It's like there are there are some some rhymes which are a bit of a stretch. Um but there are some that work really well, even though they're like a bit corny at times. Love it or hate it, you're gonna pay. All of us here are gonna ruin your day. Like it's it's corny as fuck, but it works. And then into the palace or into the pit, we just yeah. think we just think you're full of shit, or we think you're just full of shit. Yeah, that's a great yeah. line. What, what what else can you say? <laughs> yes, yeah, you know, it's not it's not really about anything, is it? It's like we're gonna do what we want, and fuck you for it. We're gonna carry sure, it. You're like a sucker. Problem with it, yeah. sucker. We're just gonna. <laughs> you're the sucker for not doing what we're doing. Yeah, and we'll walk over the... you. If you're in his way. I don't think we're going to come across many heavy themes on this album, are we? I think there's a few. I think there's a few later on. But yeah, it's it's just, I mean, it's as open as go. It's like, it hasn't got to be, it's just kind of got to get you pumped and in for the moves for, for the album. And it is like a heavy chugging riff, like an ace pre-chorus again, like, you know, as, as Phil does, just let the chords ring out and then just let, you know, it... It makes the lyrics more impactful. You seem to remember them more because there's less going on. So True. yeah, the tail end of the chorus because it's duh, 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 it's almost like we are Motorhead as well. So yeah, I, I, I like that. I like that. Mm. Not like not like too similar, but it it just reminds you of that. And it's you you generally see that riff come up, or that style of riff come up a lot. Just a good jumpy up and down riff that that fill and. Lemmy and Mickey like really work well with and get the crowd pumped up with, but yeah, it's just a good song. I think, it, as you say, it's only crime is just not being as good as something like Terminal Show. Yeah, it 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 shows you how good that rhythm section is of that mm. band. It, it it's definitely one of those things that was started by Phil and Mickey, and then Lumi just comes in at the end and puts vocals on, and that's yeah. fine. It works sometimes, and it worked there. Uh, track number two. One night stand as I it's got a different tempo altogether, doesn't mm. it? Let's press play on your devices. thing i I don't i don't mind it too much about like after sitting down to to write stuff about it and looking at the lyrics and just like oh there's some bits in there that i'm really not keeping (laughs) on well looking at the lyrics like the first time probably like i thought oh this is going to be like one of his new happy romance songs and it's about him having a one-night stand with the same person over again haha metaphor but no (laughs) clearly as it gets to the end it's like no uh You'll see us seldom, so make us welcome. I love American girls. I hate that line. Yeah, it's not. It's. I I remember this being in the set and being like, okay, that that's that song, guys. Clap, clap. Well done. Can we do the next one, please? Just it's an album filler track. It's like to be fair, there is quite a lot gone into the lyrics. It's just, I just don't like it. It Um, sounds like one of the old school things that I like and like the old Motorhead stuff, but. 
Uh, it's just I don't know. It, yeah, but it's... It, once that old style's been cleaned up and it's treading the same boards with the same topic, I I don't necessarily need it in my life. Yeah, I mean it, it's like 2006 by this point, and you know it, th- there is some good in there. Into your town like thunder, crazy invasion, and noise. It's like yeah, I haven't really heard That's that. Cool. Yeah, it's like it's not been. I've never heard them described as that, but yeah, that's exactly <laughs> Motorhead. Come on down, stick around, but honey, don't bring no voice. Like, it's like, yeah, that's 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 kind of cool and everything. But then it's you see a seldom so make us welcome. I'm not even saying the last line of that. I I remember when they did it live. I had a really like powerful drum outro. It was just like a fucking Mickey D yeah. going crazy on there. At the site, that really picked it up for me, but. Not on the album, apparently. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not saying it's a bad song, but and it's not one where I go like, oh, I'm skipping this. I've had enough of it. But it's just. If you were making a playlist of like the 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 the, the you know the the more hair metalish ones or the, you know the more roadman songs, this is where it would go. But not in the top ten. No, it's 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 as i say it's just an album track and it is it is just going back to that like rock and roll style but it's just not there's nothing really to to grab onto like for me and there's there's just there's too much like i mean we've mentioned it with soccer like some of the lurks on there being a bit corny but it kind of works whereas this mm. it's just a bit more cringe oh that that's my opinion especially when well again like 2006 so they've been doing this for 40 years so is Lemmy like 60 by this point yeah he is yeah there's there's an interview at the time when he's like starts getting asked that question more of like do you think it's time to pack it in he basically says no I I can still do this and I'm going to keep doing it I mean it's fair enough but maybe like cut down on the amount of songs you write about it I don't think he put that much thought into it, did he? Yeah. He was just like, oh, I've got to write lyrics about something. Uh, is it about going to be about war or tits? War or tits? Mm. Uh, tits. So the the next track, Matt, is uh, Devil I Know. This is another one of those songs that, right, I I know I said at the start that I do like this album, and it does, it does <laughs> turn itself around. It just takes a while to do it. Um, I have no memory of this song. No, I I don't even like. I was I was listening to bits of it on the way in, but this is one of those albums where I gravitate towards the songs I like, and unfortunately, the songs I like are, are all on the second side, <laughs> or most of them are. Right, shall we go, Devil? I know. The only thing I can tell you about the song without re-listening to it is that the chorus is going back to the Devil I know, all I can remember. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's let's drop the proverbial button needle, whatever. The devil, I know. I'm just devil. I know. Unremarkable is the thing that comes to mind there, and that sounds quite harsh, but you know, mm. that's... I know what you mean. There's, there's again, there's some cool lyrics in there. Kind of a, it's more sucker than, um, oh, for fuck's sake, what? This is how bad it is. It's more sucker than one night stand in terms of its lyrics. There's not as much cringe in there, and again, like, there's some cool so stand up for the cause, lay down for the law, like some like quite right, powerful lyrics double... in there. Yeah, there's some good, not even couplets, but whatever you want yeah, a fancy yeah. word for it is there. Yeah, there is some good individual lines, yeah. but it's the pace, I guess, that mm. just doesn't move me. Yeah, and I get another reference. You, you know what your claw is for, even though I have still haven't a fucking clue what that <laughs> what that is on about. Um, yeah, again, some like 
more cool stuff from the first verse. I might be a dog, but honey, you're a bitch. That's it. Yeah. Are you not as keen on that? I, f- I f- don't think it's as bad as... The, not, it's not as bad as the American Girls line from earlier. <laughs> but yeah, there's not really much to, to chime about in this. I mean, it's got the bass solo and then like the dual guitars coming out of it. Like... That works. That's quite nice. But again, there's not a lot to to latch on to in this. Yeah, that's that's it, isn't it? There's... It's a bit it's a bit slow and it's a bit chugging and I think that's that's the problem with this this side because Sucker's quite a chugging riff. Yeah. And this is as well and it's not really gone anywhere. It's not unbel it's not like you know it's not a breakneck pace or anything. It's just kind of slow and plodding and it's not really what we kind of expect from it, especially like the opening tracks to a Motorhead album. Are there's like no guests on this album. Is there's no guest guitarist or anything? There's a f- there's a few. There's a few. I think they're later on. There's oh yeah. Is it CC Deville? Mm. Is on God's on Never on Your Side. Well, that's the kind of track that I think they could have dropped a guest in just to do a solo or something to f- keep it fresh. Like yeah, but yeah, there's just, it's just not a lot on there, unfortunately. Um. Should we just move on until we get to the good stuff? <laughs> I think that's best. Right. So what's the next track, man? Trigger. And again, I can't remember Ooh. much from this. I remember. Yes, I'm a fan of this. This is one of my favourites. Right. Well, as soon as you hear the intro, you'll, it'll click with you. Press play. song go on we're in the right place to do it's the modhead monthly podcast so number one the intro i love that intro i think this should open the album Mm, good good argument to make this the opener i think even though that was a pretty strong opener but this even better because what else do i like number two the chorus the chorus is so good like the harmonics on the voice Make it good, make it great. The chorus itself is good on its own. You know I'm weird. I know I'm weird. I'm crazy. Never mind the dicky ticker. My third favorite thing, the, the phrase dicky ticker is worked into this song so easily with such shallotness. But it's such a fucking great word. Do you reckon that translates well? It's, it's one of those things <laughs> that, you know, when people make fun of English people with all the English words, that's one of the things they'd go to, maybe. I, I, I love it when he puts, like, old old words in there, so mm. easy. But, you, you know I'm weird, you know I'm crazy, I'll make your backbone shiver is good, but never mind the dicky ticker. Oh, yeah. So good. I love this song. It's like a top, it's in the top 15 of my yeah. favourite songs. That's I couldn't, like, looking at the title, I couldn't remember what this was, and then as soon as it started, it's like, oh yeah, yes, yes, I know what this is now. Yeah. But yeah, indicator of a good that. song when it grabs you that first yeah. fucking verse. I mean that that as as you oh, mentioned. Oh, and the bridge that, as well. The bridge. That's four things I like about this song. What? No, you can't stop. Move on over. The, yeah, but wait, yeah. the breakdown of it is just the bass. That's that's fucking old school cool yeah. works every level for me. That. That's cool. I I love the um. It's almost maiden esque. The the guitars mm. going into the chorus. Like it is, yeah, yeah. Good points. I but it sort of reminds you that when you just because you think dual guitars and it's amazing, but it doesn't feel like it's a rip off of Maiden at all. It's just like yeah, it's awesome. 
in the same vein of yeah yeah and a few like few other lines that like i know you've mentioned like you know, the dark sense of humor and everything like mm-hmm. uh, oh where's that where's that one line about um what you need is extra speeds because i'm gonna hit on you it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's a lot of like internal rhyme stuff in there. What you need is extra speed. Uh, mm. Which bitch is the one you'll find? He uses which that a bitch? few times. Uh, it's, it's, it feels so nice when it hits the ear, or mm. and it's a song. What? It's 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 a it's a romance song, I guess. It's a let's get fucking song. Mm. You you are my trigger. This this is like an Alice Cooper kind of yeah, thing. I'm, you I'm are gonna... my trigger. Or like I'm I'm gonna press your buttons no yeah, well, that, yeah, that's I'm a bit more white that. snake but still works yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, I didn't know whether whether it was because it's almost like yeah you know, it's either doing it saying you know i i know how to i know how to set you off i i'm you know sort of that sort of the the other meaning of like you know, when someone's in a room and you're just like i don't want to be in the room with you you're like you know i'm <laughs> You know I'm weird. I know I'm weird. I'm crazy. <laughs> and, like, I know you're, like, over there, like, thinking, what the fuck is this guy doing next? And everything, because he's almost, like, playing up to it. I know how to I know how to pull your trigger and set you off. Like, yeah, it's fucking cool. Let's keep it rolling, eh? Under the Gun is probably going to be the longest one on the album, isn't it? I remember this being methodic. Under the Gun, 4 minutes, 44 seconds. Under the Gun... This is just the interpretation that I've got since finding out this is one of Lemmy's girlfriend's albums. But is this a song about him saying we can be together, but we don't have to be like married or anything? Like we can live under the sun, we can have the hedonistic lifestyle we've got. Let's we don't have to get the law involved. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I, well, I don't know whether it was trying to get you know because there's always the imagery of like outlaws and. Mm-hmm. And like rogues in, in Motorhead lyrics. He's and, saying he wants yeah, we... to stay an outlaw. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do. I do like that line. Like we all live under the sun, but we don't have to live under the gun. Like you know, like everyone lives on. Everyone lives on the same planet. We're all the same when it all boils down to it. But at the same time, we haven't got a. We haven't got to do as everyone else does. I, I kind of get it like that, but it's, I get there's just some other lyrics which are just again a bit cringe. Like, um, it, it doesn't even fit. You sure look good to me. I'm sure you must agree. Just one more chance. The horizontal dance. <laughs> it's like it's just a bit forced. So we're warm again, perhaps a little wet. Ugh. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know yeah, a few that's... good ways. Make sure you don't forget. Mm. Yeah, it's a bit like. Uh... I guess it's real now. Let me show you how some dreams come true. Got you next to me. Can't wait to see you naked just for me. Move against me, girl. Take me around the world. Yeah, this is uh, coming off the road song, but it's a typical Lemmy coming off the road song because he's only got one foot off the road. Yeah, yeah. He's never fully off it, is he? Don't think he wanted to be. That's... Mm. <laughs> It's uh, it's it's not it's not a classic though, is it? Come on, it's it's not going to go in it's, a best it's of. It's not. 
No. <laughs> Again, it's I like that it harkens back to one of the oldie bluesy numbers, but there are better oldie bluesy numbers. Yeah. Yeah, so for me, it's just because Motorhead's always loud and fast, and this isn't really loud or, or fast. fast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it just it just doesn't work for me. So next is a bit of a conversation piece, isn't it? Yeah. God was yeah, never on your side. So who did we say was the guest on this? C.C. Deville. What, uh, what was he in? C.C. Deville from Poison. I don't see where the, the crossover is between Motorhead and Poison, but there you go. I know, it's a bit odd, but, it's, you know. I don't know. Anyway, should we put it on? So let's press play on God was never on your side. For acoustics. Refused to shine. Then may the shackles be undone. May all the old words cease to rhyme. If the sky turn into stone, it will matter not at all. For there is no heaven in the sky. Not wait for our downfall. Let the voice of reason shine. Let the players vanish for all time. God traces in all unseen. You can ask him what it all means. He was never. The metaphor there is a now it's um it's pretty much a fuck you god number is what you would call this one there's no simile there's no poetic license it's just and i quote uh if god is wise why is he still when these false prophets call him friends why is he silent is he blind yeah are we abandoned in the end that's like Eesh. that's the line that really hits isn't it like there's quite a few in there let the voice of reason shine let the pious vanish for all times. Mm. Like saying, like just get, just burn it all down. <laughs> yeah, such a downer, man. Yeah, it's just, and it's relentless as well, isn't it? Because as you say, it's 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 acoustic until that bass note hits in at the end of the first verse, but it's just relentless after that. It's really driving home that point that God was never on your side. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, there's there's a lot like that, like. Uh, God's face is hidden, turned away. He never has a word to say. He's never on your side. Um... Like the the set list of Motorhead songs that are complete downers is very small. It's got to be like three or four songs on it. But yeah. this this would be number two at least. Yeah, it's like I can't think of like. Maybe that's not don't... not to say it's a bad song either. It's just it's like oof. Yeah, I'm it's sad like now because the, the guitar solo is like quite glam as well it's like yeah you know it's not like sort of a grungy type thing there it's like proper like you know like a gnr or you know because it is poison, poison. It's like, yeah <laughs> i can't really hear these uh guest backing vocals on it no it's i i haven't really heard those that much i think it might just be the is it the the r's like behind the behind the uh chorus maybe Yes, I mean we've had we've had like downer religion songs before, but it's not on this scale. Not like it's it's not bad religion, is it? It's God no. See the ten thousand ministries. See the holy righteous dogs. They claim to heal, but all they do is steal, abuse your faith, cheat and rob. Yeah, like, I mean, again, it... zero metaphor or anything. Yeah, we talked at some point about like how some of the songs are just like basically some poems that he's brought into the studio. This is definitely one of them. Yeah. You don't come up with that stuff on the fly. No. God's face is hidden, all unseen. You can't ask him what it all means. That's nice. Mm. I like that. I mean, I don't like it because it's sad, but it's well written. <laughs> it, yeah, if I'm going to listen that... to the, if I'm going to listen to the anti-religion stuff, it's not going to be this. It's going to be the, you know. Uh... I f- it's a 
banger of a song. Like it's it's one of the ones you have to sort of take note and listen to on the album. I don't know if they go on a playlist. I don't know what playlist that go, go on, on the arse like, end of any playlist. Like, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Did they do any videos for this album? I don't see what they could. Uh, I I think there might be one for Sucker, or I might be thinking yeah. of oh, rock out. Maybe I think I'm thinking of rock out. Do you think it's on the next album? Yeah. Any all he said very metally. <laughs> uh, what's the next track then, man? It's uh, living in the past. Living in the past. Good groove to this one. about uh, a relationship that's broken up and then someone is trying to get the thing back together and then the protagonist is basically saying stop living in the past this is done let's move on that's the only read i've got is it is it sort of about like you know moving on from from things like you know you can't you can't be living in the past like there's a line right at the end um Broken dreams, love turned mean. Like I think, I think that's quite quite poignant because I'm sure everyone's been in relationships where like it's it's turned to shit, and yeah, living in the past, it's broken dreams, and then just gone to shit. Like it all started off well. Castles made of sand. Yeah. Yes, fucking love that line. Although I think did he use that in the evolution um, song, "Line in the Sand"? No. <laughs> Did you know? I'm sure I've heard it somewhere Evolution else. Is a mystery full of, uh, well, it's the uh, Hendrix song, isn't it? Castles are made of sand will fall into the sea eventually. Because this is where the album really picks up for me, because it, it's... The pace is a bit quicker. It's not... Mm-hmm. It's it's by no means quick or anything, but it, it just picks up a bit. It's a good riff. I think it, it like picks up the audience a bit, especially after like the downer before of God was never on mm. your side. Really sort of picks it up, and it's like... You know, even though it is like an, another downer song, it's like, you know, don't don't you speak of lies to me? How dare you speak of lies to me? After all the deeds are done, after all the smoking guns, don't speak to me of lies. That that's cool to start off with, like proper like statement of intent on there, which I which I love. But it's it's got it's got balls, hasn't it? Because it, it is just sort of intent and. Or just the intense, like, I'm going to tell it straight and go straight from there. There's going to be, like, no punches pulled. It's a good summation, telling it straight. Would this be the mm. first song on the B-side? Yep. First of the uh, first of side B. But side B's fucking brilliant. <laughs> yeah, a lot of good stuff. Yeah. Let's have a look at side B then, eh? What's uh next track? Christine. Christine. Do it to it. Drop that needle.
of uh, subtlety or grace. It's about Lemmy wanting to jump someone's bones. Yes, I'd never heard that expression before, but like <laughs> apparently it's a thing. Yeah. I've never heard that before. It's, it's an old it's an old thing, <laughs> but it's a thing. Oh, I jump air bones. <laughs> I like how it's saying like, oh, it's really crude and it's like he's he's done worse. He's done worse <laughs> on this album. What's a weird line in this song, man? Uh, see her walking, she knows all the moves. Fortune cookie, fortune cookie, stand your toes up in your shoes. Fuck's that mean? What the fuck does that mean? I have no idea. It's like to to make yourself look taller, maybe. Fortune cookie. Okay, so is she the fortune cookie? And she's standing up her shoes to look tall. Okay, that's. What's the only? Well, may, maybe this is because this is. You said it's about like his long-term girlfriend yeah. at the time. Is this that she likes Chinese food, or <laughs> is Chinese possibly, or it's like a pet yeah, name I'm or something? It's one of those. I don't know. It's it's uh it, and there's another weird part of it. She uh, she was it. She sure loves playing with the Ace of Spades. It's a weird callback, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's not it's not as bad as what was in um. Oh, what was the song? Uh, under the gun about <laughs> about being wet or something. I can't remember. Yeah. It's, it's slightly better than that. There are some cool lines in it, but it, I think the the big difference with this and side A is that it's more up tempo. It yeah. you know it it makes it it is like that that rock and roll sort of adage. Like it's it's well, it's a rock and roll standard, isn't it? But it's just more upbeat than side A, like in terms of tone and delivery. I think that's what makes this a lot different to a lot of the other the other songs on like side A. Like some of side A's probably got better lyrics in times, but this is it's just it's more easy to like it's like easier to like this song than it is for something like like Devil I Know. Like even though that's yeah. yeah. That's fair. Or oh, one night stands. It's probably the best one to compare it to. It does have good like single vibes to it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like again, you can imagine the piano in the background. It's like a a bigger sound, isn't it? Then yeah. Sound. But yeah, I, I, this is where it really picks up for me. There's this sort of glory and be my baby. And, like that's the album peaks with these three songs. Mm. Like living in the past is good. But this is this for me is where it peaks, and this is where the most effort has gone in. With um, you know, this and Sword of Glory like is next. Is that that's my favourite song on the album? It's brilliant. Let's listen to that then, man. Sword of Glory. Like he says, isn't it? It's uh, all you know is that you're young and tough. Don't you think those millions thought the same? So that's coming from now. It's coming from a bit of an eight perspective of age and wisdom. So he's trying to pass that message down to the younger audience. And sink. 
I'll fix it in post. Yeah, I'm fixing Deacon. So uh, the thing about that song is that it's the more practical of the anti-war songs. You know, usually it's like let me say, all the politicians are bastards and dogs and murderers. Whereas in this one, he's saying like, look, this shit's up to you. If you, if you, no one's making you go to war anymore, but you're still doing it. You know, why are you still doing it? I never really looked at it like that way, but you know, you just sort of coupled it or like just bundle it or with those other anti-war songs but but yeah you're right something you notice with with uh, lemmy interviews like as he gets older and like and around this point of the album like there's there's more like of a depression to his anti-war stance like early interviews it doesn't come up much but when it does it's just like oh they're all idiots and bastards people who profit from this but as he gets up into the this part of his career and his life it's just this somber reflection of like look how shit humanity is we keep doing this i've got no faith in any of us like... mm. yeah i mean in terms of this is my favorite song on the album like really yeah 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 definitely it's i get it's like all the elements coming together as i say it's an anti-war song and everything but you know just sort of the imagery that's that's conjured up it's you know, read the book to learn to save your life. How can you find the knowledge if you don't? Um, that whole verse, actually, all the brave men die before they time. You'll either be a hero or you won't. Like, that's pretty much oh, yeah. what... For just participating in a conflict, you're not going to be remembered for much. You'll either... You're either a hero or you're not. There's, mm. As you say, do you think those millions are all the same? Another point for this one is, like, it's... Musically, it sounds more like new Motorhead. Like it sounds like the 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 last era of, as opposed to the other stuff on this album that was kind of like harkening back to. Yeah, there's um there is a lot of that that new sort of style in there. But that's I think that's what I like about it. It's I know I've I've talked about Inferno being like one of my favorite albums from this period, but like this is definitely like one of my favorite songs from this period. I've started to put together the top like 10 or 20 songs i think and like this is this is one that is that is up there for me it's definitely the best song on the album it's going to be a tough act to follow and i don't think be my baby is going to live up to it that's a thing like i'll talk about this once we once we finish this track but for me this album really peaks with this trio of christine's sort of glory and be my baby well let's listen to be my baby drop your virtual needle people You're a fan of that? It's more, as I say, the lyrics are to be desired. It's pretty much nonsense. It's just. I can live with the nonsense. It's just there's so much of it. Yeah, yeah. There's only certain lines like I can put up with most of it. Um, it's sort of in in the choruses. It's the third lines where it's like sex with needles, sex with monsters, sex with killers, like. Want to do the dog sex with yeah. needles? Gonna get you off. Sex? What is? I mean, I know doing the dog is. You know, I'm yeah. no prude, but sex with needles. Yeah. And then at the last, the last, the last line of the song is go, going to a mode show to take my shame away. What's a yeah, mode I'm show? Go, I'm gonna get out the um. I'm gonna get the LP and have a have a look at the proper lyrics because like some of these, it's like is this right? Like webcore, webcore, like what? Like say the word. I always thought he said webcore, even like when I first heard this, and I always thought, "What the hell does a webcore mean?" It's like some weird like indie genre. Yeah, it's, I don't. It's more like I don't listen to the lyrics. I just quite like the riff. You can really hear the bass in it as well if you if you like crack it up and everything. And like I know you mentioned the point like earlier in the in the podcast about how the martial amp 
that Lemmy uses, like the sound changes, mm-hmm. like over the um over the years, like because the amp naturally ages, <laughs> kind yeah. of like Lemmy's voice and things. But yeah, it's it's just more the sound of it. It's again, it's at a bit quicker pace than side A of this, and I'd take like as I say, this trio of songs. Obviously, this being the weakest out of. Um, saw the glory, Christine, and and be my baby. But it's that it's those three songs that really make this side. They both quite quick pace. Yeah, again, like some really nice things in there, like the um, like just the build up to the pre-chorus, just to to change it up. It you know Phil builds to hit sort of the that crescendo of the chorus, even though the chorus is a bit like, eh. mm-hmm. it's catchy. Like, be away, baby, I ain't gonna cry, shut your mouth. That's catchy. Yeah. Um, and that's the thing about it. It's not... It's a lot more style over substance, but... Yeah, just... I'm not saying this This is where the album peaks, because it's sort of glory where it peaks, but... It's still preferable to some of the stuff on the um, on side A. Oh, that's just my opinion, but... I'd certainly prefer this. I, th- to, I think like, it deserves um, to be on side B. Yeah. That's not a slice against the major thought that I had listening to it was this sounds like something off of Overnight Sensation. Oh yeah, yeah. Or like, like um... if you look at the Overnight Sensation playlist or not Snakebite Love Overnight Sensation era. Yeah, when they're on like SPV first time, like and it's stuff like uh, Broken and Murder Show, like that weird like even Overnight Sensation. Like that, yeah. That like clean metal. I mean, <laughs> that makes sense. Loud and clean. Yeah, it's a, it's quite a, it's a bit of a polarizing song. As I say, the lyrics are like utter, no idea it's, what's going on. It's all off the cuff in in the studio, and I think yeah, it's it's not like it doesn't work. Yeah, I think it would have been nice to have a bit of add a, a bit of expansion on sort of the themes about like maybe if it is going to be. If he is conjuring up like images of like a smack then and you know like sex with needles ain't gonna get you oh, off and like all what that means the theme and really runs with it. Whereas this is kind of like yeah that's kind of good for Avis and then we'll just change it up to mm. more nonsense. It doesn't really carry on the theme, but for me the the riff and the music's enough to sort of take it through. Yeah, there's there's really no point dissecting this because this it's pretty much nonsense. So where uh, Kingdom of the Worm is stylistically, we are all over the map with this Kingdom of the Worms next. Yeah. Let's listen to that. Drop your needles if you got them. Press play on Spotify if you also do it. That should be on sacrifice, maybe bastards. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely got a, a sacrifice type feel to it. Um, I'm not, I never really noticed those parallels, like you said, with uh, "Be My Baby" being a bit more like overnight sensation or snake bite love. I never really sort of put that stuff together with with that song in this, but it is just relentless. Like it is very reminiscent of those experimental songs, like. Mm-hmm. You know, serial killer or Gasmatron. Trying to think of some of the others. Ugh, can't really think of the others off the top of my head, but but yeah, just just that delivery as well, very reminiscent to serial killer, but obviously builds on that. I think we complain that serial killer like didn't really go anywhere. This kind of does, like, but 
Yeah, something like War for War or um, yeah. It's again, it's it's one of those songs based on. I'm assuming it's one of those songs based on pre something Lemmy's already had written. He's mm. coming to the studio with. Yeah, because it... and they've not really rhythmed it out. They've just jammed something, and he's put lyrics over it. Yeah, especially with the delivery of like, you know, though, those sort of open because it's it's three part structure, isn't it? Like it's you know, King of a Romance, King of the Dead, King of the Worm. Like it, it's very much split into that, and the way each of those starts is just the delivery of, you know, you remember, you remember the, uh, you know, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's not done, or it's not written to fit in with the music. It's just kind of there. It's just almost poetry on top of music, rather than yeah. yeah. I think it's not really written to fit in with the album, either, is it? Like, this is not a, another song that's not going to make it to many playlists. Is no, it? it's with a worm. I mean, I, I don't know if it's if it's intentional, but I don't know if he's going through sort of the three stages of life, like. You're almost there. Oh, you, that's interesting. Yeah, you, you're kingdom of romance. You, you're there to basically procreate. And then mm-hmm. you're dead, is pretty much. You're wasted <laughs> with the children singing just to him. You can hear them only crying, crying. Like that conjures up images of like funerals and wakes and, and things like that. And then Kingdom of the Worm. Like, you know, like up on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and contribute to the next cycle. I don't know, that that may be just me re- reading into it too much. It's just when you saw at the end where you've got King of the Romance, King of the Dead, King of the Worm. But there are there are other lines which just totally go against that, like, are you the Ice Queen or do you want to burn? It's almost like some kind of Conan shit if you look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But I don't I don't feel the, the music kind of fits with that theme. Mm. Consider Wraith and Spinal Arm, Spell Tricky Magic, Nails of Your Saviour. Yeah, this is some skulking shit, yeah, this man. But I just don't feel that that music goes on with it. It's not because you're expecting quite an epic sort of thing here. Like, it's not, you know, it's just very sort of dirty, thrashy riff. Yeah, doesn't. It is, and it's an odd pace to it, isn't it? It almost stop and start kind of feel. Yeah, I know. Um, it just follows a fast, slow, fast, slow, fast, slow yeah. sort of rhythm. Whereas, like, I've, I've heard the adage, because I know there's a few bands that have ripped it off, specifically, I know the Smashing Pumpkins ripped it off of, um, of Cheap Trick, of that old songwriting adage of loud, quiet, loud, quiet, loud, quiet. Yeah. <laughs> And hundreds of songs so follow that. Smells like Teen Spirit, um, Cherub Rock. Sure. Do you know what I thought of another one then? Just like right off the top of my head, Creep by Radiohead. Like all that stuff, it just works. Yeah. It's an adage you go just quiet and then loud chorus. Quiet verse, it's loud like chorus. It's the, like the Motorhead version of that where it's like kind of loud quiet but then it gets yeah loud quiet and then it's loud. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just all at the same it's tempo as well. Of that. Uh, which doesn't yeah. help it really because it just all sort of just merges into 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 one. I think that's why it's a bit it's a bit unmemorable because it's not even like a hook in a chorus to get onto, and the riff's not unmemorable partic- is a good word for yeah, it. Yeah, the riff's yeah. not particularly interesting. Obviously, there's a hell of a lot going on in in the lyrics. I mean, what the hell is going on? Like you say, do as the book told you, see the pages torn, make the spell upon them in human form. So he comes to call it the great and awesome dance. Do you see before you the kingdom of romance? It's Obviously, so yeah, it's like but some death metal shit in it. I just don't feel the the actual music under it does it justice. You know, potentially you could rewrite this into something a bit more bigger and epic and everything. But I think just the music lets the lyrics down. I mean, the lyrics aren't fantastic by any by any means. Some interesting stuff in there. If it had a a different chorus and like a, a hook in it. That's it in it. Though you can write the world's greatest set of lyrics, but if it's in a song that doesn't sound pleasing to the ear or like just knocks you to the side because the tempo is off, yeah. then even, who's going to listen to it? I mean, it even starts off on like a bad foot with just that weird sort of digitized scream that you've got to start. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a really weird way to start a song because it's it's not very pleasing to the ear. 
There's only one song left and I have next to no memory of it, man, to be honest with you. Going down. Ooh, that's good. We are Motorhead meets Dr. Rock. Yeah, so, um, I do like some bits of that. The other thing it reminds me of is Die You Bastards. Um, so the, <laughs> the outro from Another Perfect Day. Yeah. A, in terms of like a really relentless riff, just hitting straight in and then just carrying on with the song. But yeah, yeah, I, I quite like this one. There's a few issues with That's it. A, but... the, su- the surprise hit for me. That like, yeah. I, like I said, I had no memory of that, but it's the kind of shit I like. It's just a song, a fast song about rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's almost like they haven't. There's no touring song on this. This is the nearest thing you get to it, isn't it? Crossing over True. rivers, over mountains, overseas, coming to rocky world. Like, yeah, I, there's some nice stuff in there. Obviously, opening with Doctor Rock is going to shoot you full of rock and roll. <laughs> I like how corny this is. Like, it's 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 nothing like you know. Where stand out in the terms of the whole back catalogue and again there are other songs that say the same thing a bit better but i like it maybe it's just the fact that we've had such slow down weird songs on this side mm. closing with something that says like don't fuck with dr rock is yeah it's a good note to go out on. yeah it's, um yeah you, you can't unless you have the this the cd bonus uh r-a-m-o-n-e-s oh i thought you were going to say whiplash because I think that's on a version somewhere, but we'll get to that. Yeah, get to that at some point. The the only thing that I, is a bit of a bit of a mark against this song is the outro. I don't. I do not like a long outro, and that was a long I outro. I don't mind a long outro, but it doesn't go anywhere. Like if they just changed it up, cut it in half, and have to have to four well put a solo on it. Four times through the riff, cut to the chorus riff and let Phil, you know, go nuts over the top of that as well. And then they're diddle and there, diddle and there, outro or end bit finished done, really fine. But can I feel like the? I feel like there was definitely some guitar solos missing from this album. Yeah, as I say, that would have been perfect to put like right on the end. Just uh, just have Phil go nuts right on the end of the album. Fits in with the song because it's, it's about Doctor Rock, isn't it? It's like go nuts. <laughs> Like, really just go nuts. And as I say, just change it up as well. Like, you know, don't just play the main riff for 40 seconds. Yeah. Do the chorus riff, do, you know, speed up, slow down the solo and everything. It would work really well, but just to have, like, some effects going through the guitar amp for 40 seconds. And then, yeah, just a just small improvement like that, I feel, would improve the song infinitely. So that's the album then. That's uh, 12 tracks of what I would have called the new Motorhead. Uh, what's your takeaway then, man? It's it's mainly those those three from that that second side. Obviously, there's a few on. Who's taking three? Yeah, it's, well, no, that I'm, ta- I'm taking more than that, but that's where the album peaks for me. It's, it's Christine's Sword of Glory and Be My Baby, and then, you know, Trigger from side A and, you know, Living in the past is quite good. God was never on your side is like, fuck. But it's, it is a takeaway from there. So there is quite a bit on there to be to be getting your teeth into. It's not it's not a bad album by any stretch. It's just, it's slow to get going. You know, I've been listening to this via Spotify and you can see how many plays each song has got. What do you think was the song that had the most plays? I want to say So the Glory, but I reckon it's God was never on your side. It's God Was Never On Your Side by a, a lot. Yeah. Like, it's, uh, let's see, Sword of Glory is 416,000, whereas God Was Never On Your Side is 14 million. So, <laughs> yeah. 
people are putting that on playlists, mm. I reckon. Yeah. Because that, that whole album's got like up and down with numbers on it. But I would say for me, I've taken away the same songs that I liked when I came into it. Even though I said like go, Going Down is like a surprise hit for me, I still don't think I'm going to move things around on the playlist to make room for it. No. No. I'm... I'm going to stick with comments. Trigger, uh, Sucker sometimes, maybe. Yeah, Sucker's okay. But there's better openers, but still, like, this compared with Inferno, like, it's a good Inferno's album, a better but it's, album. Not, it's not Inferno for me. Yeah, and, and the thing is, uh, the next album is Motorized, which is, like, the fucking greatest album. I really, I really put that on the highest fucking pedestal possible motorized i think that's a track for track banger i like it just not to go into it too much but i just even like the cover where it's like you know because it the sort of arms yeah, it's, it, and the representation of all three members yeah yeah shit. Well, well we'll talk about that when we get to it so i guess that's this episode of motorhead monthly done nice i'd like to thank our special guest milo the dog Who's a good boy? Who's a good boy? He's been put in his naughty box. Well, join us next month where, unfortunately, Milo won't be joining us because he does act up a bit. He's a bit of an attention hog. We can't have two attention hogs, can we, man? Hopefully we can do the next one in person as well. Yes. Uh, We'll all be free. I'll have two injections by then. You've already got your two, haven't you? I've had two, yeah. You can have another one. You can have three. Are they talking about that? (laughs) Are they? Anyway... Join us next month for Motorized and have have a good time, everyone. That's another sign-off I'm trying. Have a good time, everyone. All right, in a bit.